Hello yogis, welcome to the Yoga Quarter podcast where we get to know our community better. My name is Lena Makoff and I am your host. Before I introduce this week's guest, I would like to acknowledge people of colour that are a part of our community. Our hearts and thoughts go to you. TYQ consider itself apolitical but still anti-racist, so we do support Black Lives Matter movement. Myself, I am enraged by the current global situation and I sincerely hope that this is the wind of change that we've all been waiting for. And to go back to the subject, this week I am giving you Elliot Weaver, long-term yoga practitioner, friend of our studio and one of initiators of Great Britain Yoga Sports Federation, which aims to bring yoga sana competition back to the UK. If you have been wondering what yoga championships are all about, then wonder no more, today comes the answer. Enjoy. Hello, Elliot. How are you? <laughs> Hello. I'm, I'm good, thank you. Um, it's been an incredible week with amazing weather, although today not so much. It's made me feel really positive. It's been great being outside. Fantastic. Elliot Weaver, tell us all, why are you here? Because you're not teaching at the yoga quarter. Tell us who you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm not teaching. I'm part of a furniture, some people might say, <laughs> at TYQ. So I think I've kind of been practicing for seven years. I've been working kind of behind the desk sometimes, sometimes mainly spraying mats and like Monday and Saturday and normally when I'm always there. But yeah, I came to talk about, you know, practicing yoga, but also um, for yoga asana contest, um, which I took part in last year and also hoping to organize this year in the UK and talk a little bit about what we're doing in that and, 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 and kind of why I want people to get involved. Fantastic. This is exactly why you're here with me and I'm really happy that you are. Hello again. <laughs> Sending you most of love uh, and to our community as well. Uh, but let's start with, with you and who you are, what you do and, you know, because like everyone knows you from our Instagram post, from, from you being around the studio and like being a long-term student, as you said. Uh, but, you know, what do you do? <laughs> yes what do I do away from from yoga so I actually work in like uh, technology so I'm a product owner for a, a software development team so I think currently now I'm working in a financial publications business so we do lots of uh, complex stuff in terms of like finding articles and data but I think before that I, I, I used to work at, um, in in like property and valuing properties using algorithms and stuff so it's very exciting so I've kind of been doing that in 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 London more or less for like five years which I think is 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 pretty good um yeah it's very on yoga I think a lot of the people I work with um, I always try to convince them I'm going to yoga in in my like five years of, of of working I've only managed to convince one person to come to class um but yeah it's not, it's not very effective Elliot. not very effective <laughs> I think they they get horrified when they see pictures of me in the shorts and and, <laughs> and it's like yeah I was horrified too but everybody does it so it's okay after that but it, no it's completely different to spend the whole day at the computer and then to to kind of then to after that to then go and like stretch out I think is really good which is why I, I don't have any back problems but yeah I, I kind of do that away, away from yoga I'm also like 
uh, I'm quite quite really into like like world affairs and and talking and traveling as well. I I love doing. Um, in fact, one of the main reasons I think why I started helping out around the studio was to save money to go on holiday. So um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the, what it's about outside of work. I also heard that you do loads of CrossFit. I do, yes. So I'd probably say for, for the majority of my life, I've probably around like yoga, beyond like a, a couple of years before I joined uh, like yoga at the TYQ. Um, I also done yoga before, but my life has been exclusively yoga. And I think last year um, I was working with a, a colleague who, who wanted to get into CrossFit. So he kind of convinced me to go along. And I wanted to kind of explore to do different things. Um, and usually a lot of people come to yoga from doing other sports and then they use it as like a recovery and a healing and improvement and that. So I kind of done it in a reverse way and wanted to do some other stuff to kind of help improve my, my strength to help me in my yoga. So I started CrossFit and, um, Gosh, it's very different. <laughs> if you think of like in a Bikram class and like sweating for 90 minutes, when you're doing like a 60 minute like cardio workout with like with some weights thrown in, it's completely different. And I think from going to feeling, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at this when I'm in a yoga class, to then going to CrossFit and being right at the very bottom and like having to watch everybody else was, was quite a journey. But yeah, I started to do it and I wanted to improve kind of like some of the strength to help me in some of the yoga postures. And I think it was really amazing. It works the body in a completely different way. And it was really interesting to see the stuff, of course, which I wasn't good at, but the stuff, especially a lot of the core work in CrossFit, which I just instantly got, um, which of course was from all the yoga years, but yet these, especially these incredibly muscly, strong uh, men and women couldn't do. So that's been pretty exciting. And I think before the lockdown, oh, lockdown came at the worst time, um, I actually got to a pretty good. It was more or less a year of doing CrossFit. I think, um, yeah, and, and like I improved. I think I put on like 10 kg of muscle, which is incredible. Um, my flexibility did um, was a little bit impeded by it. Um, but it was really good. It's really exciting. It's nice to take that yoga and, and apply it you know, to something else and then see the benefit of what that was onto yoga. But yeah, I have to say during lockdown, I've reverted back to the yoga, <laughs> but, it, but it was pretty good. I, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's many people, but I, I th think sometimes we all get very familiar with like yoga, but sometimes it's great to, to do other stuff around that. And it, it's really interesting. You just get to use your body in a different way and you get to know it a bit more. And it, strangely, it, it did definitely help my, uh, yoga practice I think for in Bikram right standing head to knee um, now that I've actually sort of like been doing stuff on my legs I now was actually able to do it which was pretty weird never in my life would thought not doing Bikram yoga would actually help some of those tricky Bikram positions that is quite surprising <laughs> you're so driven what's your secret because you have you're so multi-passionate and like it, it seems like you just decide to do something and you just go and do it. Yes, well, uh, it's, it might seem like that, but there's normally like months and months of internal conversations um, within my head what gets to that point. I think um, due to the nature of my work, I can be quite analytical. And unfortunately, and that's now gone into like my, my private life. Um, so for things like this, it's constantly 
thinking about kind of what I want to achieve and the best way to do it and, and, and planning out a lot of stuff every week. So I think I, I try to do a lot of that. And one of the things what I think really helped me is, is just getting into a habit. Habits are maybe a double-edged sword, but um, sometimes I just go into a habit and force myself to do something and then I get into this good habit and then I enjoy it. And I think that's what kind of helps me stay really connected and kind of driven to achieve stuff and always like having regular goals. And Do you have any um, like kind of quirky habits that you have that you would like to share that are really helpful, but maybe like we wouldn't think about them? Quirky habits. Hmm. You don't have to have it, but you know. <laughs> I, 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 this will make me sound crazy. Um, a quirky, I, I love having conversations with myself over something so maybe uh, so obviously persona, if, if there's something I want to do or something talk about or what I'm planning sometimes I just like would have this in, like conversation in my head and sometimes talking and then like like play acting kind of how it could happen and stuff like that that's, that's a quirky habit I have also I have this especially in, that's kind of actually all over my life in, in yoga I have this terrible habit of just insisting that the left and right side of the practice has to be exactly the same it's like I'm, I'm a slave to it if even if I do like a slight like twist or, or something incorrect on one side I have to do it on the other side it, I, I just it just oh I just have to do it so it's like I always have to balance it out obsessed over it. I'm not sure if it actually does help um but it, it's been pulled up a couple of times but that's I have to do that it might not help from from what I've heard from other teachers. <laughs> it, it, it certainly is distract, distracting for people around. So I apologize for that. But that's probably the quirkiest thing they do in that. And then occasionally, do, do I talk in yoga? Normally I don't talk in yoga. I'm very good now of completely emptying uh, my head and not going through like uh, a previous meeting or didn't go well or like the, the meetings the next day. Do you like schedule conversation conversations with yourself, <laughs> or does it pop out, you know, randomly? <laughs> they uh, no, they pop out randomly. It's like yeah, I need to focus on that. Let me let me think about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was your beginning with yoga? Because like you've been doing it for for a long time. Yeah, on and off. What actually? So what actually prompted you to do it? so I uh, my first kind of like bout of yoga was actually um, before I lived in London I lived in Argentina um, so I went traveling and then I decided to stay in Buenos Aires and I had a friend who practiced at a yoga school near him it was called the De Rose Method and at that time um, the classes were in Spanish ugh, but um, I I was kind of practicing with him and I really enjoyed it. I loved the way it made my body feel. And afterwards I had so much energy and fun and the people there were really nice. And then the place I was working with actually moved right near the studio. So it was a perfect opportunity. I think it was good to help with my Spanish. Um, it was obviously a really fun activity and I didn't have anything else better to do. And because it was only like a 10 minute walk away, I was able to go to a studio like twice a day and this is why I got into the habit of doubles and, and obsessively practicing yoga just because it was so easy to do and I think that's what really got me into it and I, I just think after it was like one Christmas and I was like well you know what 
I might commit to this a lot more and, and, and stop drinking alcohol and working that. And then after that, I just like fell in love with yoga. And I think that, yeah, and, and that was when it started. When I came back to the UK, um, I was actually living outside of London for a little bit. So there wasn't any yoga studios. So then I think for like a year and a half, I then went on a sabbatical from yoga. I didn't do anything which um, you? I know <laughs> it's so easy. You should be practicing every day, but for the moment you don't go, you just lose it. And then you just do it, which, which is why we need to be very careful in this lockdown and continue to practice online. But then that's when I moved back to London. And then that's when I got into Bikram. I wasn't able to do the same style as I was doing in Argentina in London, but then I discovered Bikram and I loved it. It was very static. It was like a hot room. It felt like cardio and stretching. So I think that's what actually got me into it. And I think I just realized like benefits of it. I think I've always gone into yoga as just something to do and nice type of escape. But as I've done it so long, I've just like realized the benefits of it. And, and actually I miss it. And I, I, I think probably like the first, and I just got into a habit of going. I just love the way it feels. And, and also you just come out and, you feel really focused and full of energy. I love that about yoga. There's, there's nothing else which I think gives you that immediate hit. And you've been with TYQ for a long time. Yeah, it's got to be around like five or six years, I think. Any stories for us? Oh, for people new to the community? So, so many stories. Um, <laughs> oh, what, what could I say which um, people... Something, like, funny, something funny. Something funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's entertain us a bit. There's just there's too many. There's something like every every, every week. I I, I think um, I, I say this one thing about it. When you've been there for for so long, like so many things happen over and over again. So then when it happens, it doesn't matter. I think a couple of times, say for example, the heat's broken, and then it's like oh the panic. But then it's kind of like you just get on with it. You practice, and actually all those times where we might have been swearing and being really angry that the heat was broken, actually now it's fantastic because everybody's practicing at home. They don't have heat. And so it's like normal. Um, but there's always funny people. There's, there's amazing things when Lady Gaga came to practice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of like trying out t too many things. I can possibly pick things. But you know that that studio is always full of laughter. Yeah, so um, dear community, now you know that if you want more stories, you can find Elliot Weaver yeah. and just pick his brain. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Yeah. Twice. I think um, if uh, no, there are so many things. I, yeah, it's it's crazy how much I see. I'm sure I'm not the only one on there. Normally, because uh, I, I, I haven't been practicing for longest because I didn't actually come to the studio when it opened. Um, I think it was like a, a couple of months after it opened, I started. So I know there's people there even there longer than me. But um, yeah. Yeah, but you know, you're, you're much more visible because of your championships and stuff. Yes. So let's move to this subject that you're so passionate about. Tell yeah. us more. <laughs> so, so yoga as a sport is, is pretty controversial. But um, it's it's been quite these type of contests have been quite a quite a quite a big thing in, in the Bikram community for quite a while. Um, so there's always been this movement to kind of take the asana aspect of it and put it into a format where you know you can kind of compete. There's a lot of reasons for it, and I think um, it used to be a lot more popular in the past, just like with Bikram yoga. But I think for the past couple of years it's been a lot more quieter. But um, last year we didn't have a UK contest. So, or maybe track back, I took part uh, like two years ago 
Um, it was very exciting, very good. And then like last year, and there wasn't a contest, and it was a bit like, oh, that's, that's a bit strange. So then I um, ended up going to the European contest to compete in Bordeaux. So it was amazing. It was a great holiday. I met lots of people from across Europe there. And after that, it just, I had so much fun. It just made me realize that, you know, it's actually important to have a contest like this in the UK to make it a lot more easier to, to compete. Um, so that casually one, you know, Saturday we can have a contest and people can join. So I think after that, I, I realized that, yeah, I really want to kind of set this up and do it in the UK. I'd say probably like a couple of points, right? So, I mean, yoga as a sport is, it would horrify, I think, so many people who come to practice. And I, but, you know, there's a couple of reasons why I think, you know, there is a lot of crossover between yoga and sport and why actually it can be a good thing for our community. I mean, both, like we do yoga for, for many, many reasons, but a byproduct of it, just like sport, is to kind of maintain and improve our physical skills, right? Even if you don't go in there intentionally to get a better body or a six pack or whatever, you still get a lot more strength and flexibility from that. So it's very similar in that sense. Also, you know, yoga is great to watch as well, doing demonstrations, um, you know, for control of the body, for positions. And, and that's another similarity with sport, right? And also when we do yoga and when we do that position, when we achieve it, we get like so much joy, right? And that's also a bit like sport. And, and then the other thing is, you know, a healthy competition can be okay, but also by having this sort of like structure of a sport in it, it, it's another way to create a yoga community and can actually bring people together from other kind of like disciplines to come and work on you know his postures and what it is to achieve that posture and what's a good posture and what to work for so in those things i think I, I do accept that like yoga is a sport and i think it can be a really good positive thing um i mean for the contest for the people who don't know essentially you've got three minutes to perform six postures um and you can choose those six postures um i th think there's over a hundred to uh, on the approved list which you can select and then they're from lots of different categories like back bend forward compression traction torsion lifts inversions all of those good and, and bad things um you choose them you do that routine you hold it for like five seconds and then you get marked on how well you execute them and and and, and it's although it's very nerve-wracking going up there and, and and doing that these are all positions which kind of you're doing every day in your yoga class and and you can work to improve them you spend some time and actually at the end of it whether you win or lose right you've got six stronger positions um which are going to help you in your practice and the everyday life when you do it so in that sense it's, it's amazing to go up there on stage it's very nerve-wracking but i think the really good thing about it is you just work on those positions right and then you improve those positions and and, and, and that's great and if, if you get a medal you get a medal um how how is it being graded meaning like how do you is is about the aesthetic of an, of an asana or like who who wins who wins <laughs> because you know i'm i'm from this philosophical yoga camp which means that okay yoga is a holistic thing i work my mind and body and kind of my physical body mm -hmm. and improvement of my physical body it's kind of 
um, a, a byproduct of yes. my yoga practice, obviously. So now when I'm, you know, when I listen to you talking about yoga as a sport, obviously, as, as you said, uh, all of those uh, red lights are, are shining. Oh, no, 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 no. What, what's going on? This is not how it's supposed to be. Uh, I mean, I understand this is like another level mm -hmm. of, of yoga practice, something like a new approach to it. Um, something that you might choose if you want to uh, and I accept that but I kind of yeah. want to know how do you win competition like that like what, what's the greatest asana like so for greatest uh, of course it's going to be some standing on one leg leg behind the head and, and all that stuff but so, so you've got the positions and I, I believe they're graded from like six to ten in terms of points Um, so six would be a relatively easy one, which doesn't require that much strength or that much flexibility or, or that much of a bend. And then the more complex that asana is, the more points you get. And then how you perform that. So, you know, so for example, how well you get into it, whether you have any flourishes getting into it. Um, and, and then those points get it uh, like improved based on, on the, how complex the position is. Then you get deductions if you wobble or you were to come out of it too early. So it's, it's based uh, around that. That's, that's a very high level of how the points are. There's, there's lots of complexity on there. There's normally four judges who make that. But it, it's essentially based on how the perceived difficulty of that position and then how well you execute it. So one thing I also find is that you don't necessarily have to do a complex leg behind the head, standing on one leg necessarily to get a lot of points. Because if you do that and wobble, then you, you get a massive reduction of those points, even though you'd get more points. But it, it's just about doing a, a position and executing it in a really good way, right? So that focus like you have you've got your, your breath in, in control, you know, your body is like really pointed, there's no flourishes going into it, you hold it, there's no wobbling. And so those are the types of things which you kind of get judged on. Yeah, and this, like, I still have But, this doubt because, you know, yeah. um, there is no ideal asana, in my opinion. Like, everybody is different. That so is it's, correct. It's just, you know, there's this, oh my God, how is it? But, you know, you, you go as far as you, you can go. Right. And, and that's, that's a good thing about yoga, right? It's actually why I, one of the reasons why I came into yoga, right? Because it's very individual. You do what you can do and you can just go with it. And, and you have massive improvement of your body. But, but I think that even if you're not going super deep, right, into a position, you're still doing it right and still doing it wrong, right? You, you like, if, if, if you think of like, uh, either like, The elements to do a, uh, an asana correctly, safely, um, that's what you're marked on. If, if you don't go super deep into it, that's fine, right? I, I think we all have different abilities, but, it, but it's about the technique of doing the asana as opposed to just how far you can deep go into that. And I would actually say that everybody who, who's like yoga and the asanas should strive to have a good technique in, in doing that posture. So in that sense... I think it is a good thing and regardless of your ability because it's about that technique and and that's something I think we you know we all should strive to do in that sense I think it's a good thing and that's why sometimes of practicing for it and working for those positions drilling drilling those positions is a good thing right and the real benefit for winner is coming away from that with 
with a better technique, right? And better execution of that position. Okay, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm with you now. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, how can we get involved? How does it work? How do you want to? Yes. What's your action plan? So we, um, so so me and, and a friend um, have, have set up for, for a new UK yoga sport federation for it so it's called gbysf i think we were accredited the other week officially by the international uh, yoga sport federation body which is very exciting so we've got a website um, and currently um, in production but we've set up a facebook page so please search gbysf and like that um uk was already taken which is why we opted for gb um but please um like that and then we are running workshops and classes every week with teachers around for donations so i think normally on a tuesday we have a teacher um i think uh, this week was actually almania um who teaches at tyq running through the yoga sport and um, routine i think previous weeks we've had teachers from mexico and spain um teaching and they won through the sequence um so we're opening those classes up for people and then and you can take part of them for a donation and then to raise money for the respective organizations but i would say yes i would love people to do that and come along and try out that um yoga sport sequence which i think we've had some classes in tyq in the past of that advanced one so it should be very familiar to people but yeah we'd love people to get involved like that and start doing that and hopefully we can have a contest at the end of the year corona permitting um so maybe it could be around november depending on how the situation changes but certainly we want to be having that contest and we'd love to get as many people as possible um from studios especially tyq uh taking part right and and going through that whole process uh just picking some sessions and working on that but yeah definitely so hopefully with a contest at the end of the year and and releasing many TYQ faces in that contest hopefully winning a gold silver or bronze <laughs> but everybody gets a reward for taking part <laughs> oh that's so egalitarian amazing <laughs> good and, and true winners right if, if we get with better postures I mean, yeah, it, it is like like with any sport, it, it is a win-win situation yeah. when you compete, meaning like you, you get so much benefit even if you don't win, really. Yeah, it's like um, handstand workshops. I know these are a very, they're very common and popular. People love them, even though you probably leave them not being able to do a handstand, um, which has been like five I've been to. But you kind of build up that strength, right? And, and you get that warm up and those drills. And it's a good thing. So even if you don't do a handstand, at the end of it, you're a lot closer to doing one than you were before. That's a way to think about it. And it's fun to show your practice, right? You get to do it with music as well, which is, which is amazing. <laughs> that's so cool i hope like because we do have some yogis out of our community at tyq that are that could actually do that why not absolutely so many amazing like amazing yogis there's like front second and third row right and and the good thing about it is that because you're choosing the six positions um you know you can choose the ones either which you're already really good at and you want to work on or actually be a bit controversial choose the positions you're not good at <laughs> and then really work on them and, and to push through. I think something which I'm surprisingly good at are like lifting positions and the lifts. I think we do them in some vinyasas. But for, for like there's people who perhaps aren't very good at lifts, but then are absolutely amazing at backbends. I'm probably my weakest at backbends. So there's always like one type of posture 
which people are good at. So there's absolutely no reason why you can't, um, people can get involved. That sounds amazing. Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> I have a, a great additional question from one of our uh, most dedicated listeners. <laughs> is there, a, and that's specifically to Elliot, uh, is there any better way to organize photos in iCloud than iCloud? A better way to... <sighs> organize your photos than iCloud. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually terrible at this. If this is some, I, no, we just decided to have a bit of fun with Emma. Don't worry. <laughs> no, because it's like I, 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 I'm actually very bad at all just different folders with like folders. <laughs> You're a technical genius. Why you don't have a magical answer to us? But this is a bit different. Maybe I, I, I mean, first write down a list. Maybe, <laughs> and then categorize them based on the list is is actually my advice. What I would give. Let me know <laughs> how that goes. Old school. That's very super old school. <laughs> old school. <laughs> okay, three last fill in the blanks that I love, and we're done with this. It was an amazing chat, by the way. But yeah, it's it's not fully uh, fully finished yet. So listen to me. Three things that I would change in the world are. Oh, three things have a change in the world. Oh, you know, I I hate hypocrisy. That this is this is very beauty contest esque, of of course, like world peace. But if if we fight hypocrisy, then I think we'd be in a much better place. Like I would spend all my time just like focusing on that. I think that's one thing. Um, oh, can I think of two other ones? That's just that's just the cause of everything, which is wrong. I think. So two tiny ones. Like two tiny less, ones. You know, less philosophical or moral. I would say more yoga. You would you would change yoga? Oh, no, I would say for people to do more yoga. Ah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> That's maybe predictable because um, the, this is a yoga yeah. podcast. But uh, I, th I think people encourage your friends, get people, get more people who don't do yoga to do more yoga. And the third one? Hmm. Maybe cheaper coffee. That's a good one. Spend so much money on coffee. Um, coffee is relatively cheap. It's just a, like a margin. It's, it's just... very cheap. But, um, it, all, all, all the money goes on, obviously, for barista making it, not even for people who grow the coffee. But um, I'm sure there's a way of giving them more money. It's um, not even going to the barista, really. It's going to the like the owner of the company. The tax-free company in, in Netherlands <laughs> or Seattle. <laughs> yeah, that's really sad. Okay, um, we're done with that. The next one. Oh, if I was to describe myself in three words, those words would be... Oh, three words. Hmm. Probably say I'm, I'm a very smiley person. Smiley, okay quite geeky actually mm -hmm. i'll accept that <laughs> and i can be oh, do i want to say that i can be vain yeah because there are people listening to this who do know me i, I can also be quite vain in the weirdest way in some time um, oh that's really nice it's actually it it goes together with your uh, i want to change hypocrisy i'm really glad that you that you uh, actually said that you're also vain <laughs> it can be a bit vain I, I i maybe i spend like like three hours on my hair once a month 
And then every day I normally do nothing, but there is that three hours of ultimate narcissism. Uh, you know, as long as you, you're actually, you know, giving out to the society uh, the rest of hours, then I think it's fine. So it's all about balance. <laughs> yeah, yin and yang and all of that. Okay, my favourite last question. My favourite movie as a child. Oh, favourite movie as a child. Um, there's a couple, actually. Let me say two. Um, okay. This is this is always a go-to question, and I think this is why I know answers for it. So one, I love Watership Down as a child. I, I loved it. It's it's such a perhaps it's an adult story, but like as a child that just awakened me to the world, and I, I still watch it now, and I love it. Just the animation, for, like for, for, from the original, the animation of it, the story for rabbits. I love it. I love rabbits so much as a result. Um, the other movie is Total Recall. I was actually talking about this earlier in the week, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's some lines in it, despite being very adult, just had me laughing so much. I think most of the adult stuff went over, I remember just being like a like an eleven year old watching it with my brother. It was just amazing. Um, it, it has that warm, it has this warm glow in my heart actually. Whenever like oh, I can think of any positive things over it. But yeah, the films I was probably wrongly watching as a child. That is really cool. I'll tell you why I ask this question at the the end of each interview because it actually shows people in in their like vulnerable but really sweet space. And I love to see that. Oh yeah, <laughs> more, more watership down. I think that's that's completely me. Um, it's a beautiful movie, though. It's so misunderstood. Um, I think it's great for children to watch that movie. It teach them the world. I'm gonna watch it today. <laughs> tell me your thoughts on it. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lena. Hopefully, I can see everybody soon at the studio. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned a lot. I know I did. Uh, if you are curious about UIQ gossip stories from the past or you want to get involved in championships, you can find Elliot through our Instagram or in our private Facebook group, Diego Quarter Live, where we share things we care about. So please join if you haven't already. Also, please, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with other yogis so more people can get involved in Great Britain Yoga Sports Federation. So, uh, you know, we can get all uh, fitter and healthier. <laughs> Check our social media uh, for any updates. We have really great classes on the schedule, so keep practicing, stay connected. As always, if you have any questions or requests or you simply want to have a nice email exchange, uh, you can uh, do that um, via emailing info at theyogacourses.co.uk or even email me directly. Uh, that's lina, double E, at theyogacourses.co.uk. Let's stay healthy, safe and equal. We can get through this. Let's get through this together. <laughs>